How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the topic. Thunder! I like that one better. We're here with the game. That was the same one. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's got just a thousand fucking thunder and lightnings on there? The fuck you like that one? This isn't the top ten hits. It's fucking thunder, idiot. It's just a playlist on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Thunder yeah, thunder. That thunder really did oh, hit better. Wow. Uh, we got ten minutes for taking y'all's questions. We got the hot topics of the day. 3SB.co, new game day collab out. Check it out right now. Deadlifts. Aren't worth it oh. unless you're specifically training to get a stronger deadlift. Now, a lot of people say this, and they're talking about risk and reward. I don't know what their reward is, and I don't know what worth it is first. Are we on the same page or are we not on the same I'm page? I'm on the same page. Oh, what do you think? It's not worth it? I don't think it's worth it. Oh, what do you think it's worth? I, I mean, I just think it's good to be like generally strong, picking shit up off the ground. It feels like it, that's the only one that's actually applicable to anything yeah. in the real world. Yeah, it's the only functional lift. All right, so I think us than... three are against Nico. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm the only one against you guys then. All right, so what do you got? What What's it and what's the risk? I mean, honestly, what's your goal? It is probably a, <laughs> like a stronger physique. Okay. A stronger physique. Uh, generally stronger than, or stronger, strong physique, better yep. muscle like development. Oh yeah, let's go very broad. Let's say it, because everyone just says that risk versus reward. Well, what's your reward, right? Because I agree with you. It depends on your goals. And then what says it's not worth it? Getting injured. Yeah, but literally, I've never met someone who's actually been injured. Like you can slip a disc, but the chances of it coming from a deadlift and pinpointing it to a deadlift is near impossible. Because all the same people that are doing that are sitting at their desk all day. They're probably sleeping in shit beds. They're probably eating like shit. They're probably not getting enough walks. You know what I mean? And like, how do we point that the 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 ten minutes max of actual deadlifting you do a month, right? If we're talking actual weight in your hand in gravity, True. is doing it. I did see a guy rip out like quad tendons in both legs deadlifting and meat one time. I don't want to uh, offend your friend, Jim, but I imagine PEDs are highly involved. So I'm, I would I'm, point- I'm assuming it was an APF meet. So it was not my friend. It was an APF uh, dude, meet, right. and I agree with you. Yeah, so like uh, then the deadlifts aren't it. The, the PEDs are it. So here's the, the only argument I get from the world is that what muscle are we targeting? We're spreading these muscles across uh, the stimulus across the body, which is actually a very bad argument because – so let's say we're trying to focus on the hamstring, and I think Joe's going to be on the same page. I see him nodding. He likes it. Uh, so say we're trying to focus on the hamstring, and we do an RDL, and I'm going to use 
let's just, uh, I'm going to say my max load, right? We're making up numbers to keep it clean and cut. My max load on an RDL will be 70 pound dumbbells. So I'm moving 140 pounds and I'm really just targeting my hamstrings, which is impossible by the way, but hypothetically we're focusing on the hamstrings. Why wouldn't I then just want to handle 300, 400, 500 pounds and get my low back a, a bigger load and will actually overtax all the muscles. If you're using max loads close to failure, like we're talking about for hypertrophy or strength, anywhere in the RPE 7 to 10 range, and we're using more muscles, we're also going to be using more load. So it's not like one's just going to give out. And it's like, oh, my back's weak on my deadlift. Your back's not weak. You, you know, like you do any of these things in the big picture, the year, the two year, they're all going to work evenly if you're using proper ish form. You don't even need perfectly proper form. The other argument I say, uh, people say is like, there's no eccentric. Oh, well, the muscle, you know, for hypertrophy focus, we really want to worry about the eccentric. That's crazy. I didn't know that I could control my deadlift going down. And we all know the eccentric, you can handle more load 99% of the time. So what I do if hypertrophy was my goal is I would just deadlift really fucking heavy and I would tempo my way down there. Um, and injury-wise, we can look at statistics, and I know Joe probably has the actual statistics or could look them up for us. Bodybuilding and powerlifting are literally like bottom two tier of any sport on the fucking planet better than running yeah. in terms of risk of injury. So when people say risk-reward, so, are, are you not going to walk across the street? You're going to get hit by a car? So here's, here's what I'll say. One, I'm 100% with you on, on, on all that. Um, the only counter argument that I can give to play devil's advocate that I, I understand, and it's what um, our good friend JP talks about a lot. Never heard of him, oh, true, Mr. Mr. JPG, um, is is that there are going to be certain movements that are better for one particular thing, and if that is where your goals lie, like let's say you really want to bring up your hamstrings and then also not fatigue those other body parts so that you can focus on them when you want to focus on them. I understand that argument completely. It's all about yeah. priority, basically. Yeah. That's but it, but even that, I would argue that if, because they argue the eccentric and the specificity of a muscle or what you're actually throwing stimulus at, then I, my, I think my argument still wins. Why wouldn't you just handle heavier loads and use it on a slow eccentric? Right? Like, there's no way my hamstrings are going to grow maximally because, again, we can't truly isolate it on an RDL. No. Right? No. So where our glutes, our low back, our traps, our grip, I know straps, are still being used. And when I'm using 140 pounds, right, doing a shorter range, why wouldn't I just load up a deadlift, control it eccentric, and fully stimulate all the muscles? Yeah. So there's, again, what I can tell you. So do you guys know who Chris Beardsley is? Yep. So I, I'm actually in the middle of a, a mentorship with him. And this is something that I didn't really understand very well, but he's, he's kind of talked to me a little bit about this, um, is that just because we're using more load doesn't necessarily mean that we're getting more stimulus. For sure. Um, Not directly. So, like, again, when it comes down, when it comes down to it, like, if, if you're able to, to accurately say that your, you know, 140-pound dumbbell RDL more, more, uh, more of that load is being moved by the hamstrings. Then, technically speaking, that might be better if your goal is to improve your hamstrings. But my my, my whole idea would be that you would be able to lift more with a full deadlift, right? And then RDL it down, right? And you could use the eccentric to focus the same musculature as you would with an RDL, right? And, and you would use the same form, yeah. And that's where I, and that's where I'm with you. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Um, but it, like, it's it's. Like I, I see, I see the argument, yeah, and I, I don't think there's that like absolutely no logic to it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm in yeah. the exact same boat. Because yeah, I would tell JP that too, and I agree with 99 percent of everything JP says. Yeah. So basically, I, the only thing I'd say with that is just like 
say someone does like for example the 400 pound 500 pound deadlifts that you're talking about and then they want to go to like hamstring curls or something that like focuses their yeah. hamstrings like how would they be able to push it the same way they'd want it to if they were fresh in comparison to having the deadlifts before that but why well, would you want to because you don't want to be fresh the goal of hypertrophy training if we're talking purely hypertrophy because that is the better argument right because yeah. we all strength training we know deadlifts are dope yeah. so if it is by hypertrophy like why would you want to be fresh so you can push more weight for those working sets. So but you, you would push more weight previously. So the counter, the 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 argue the argument actually works both ways in that case, especially with hypertrophy. If you bring a muscle to the point of mechanical tension failure or just short of it, it doesn't matter what the load is as long as you're within those rep yeah. ranges. Yeah, like five to thirty. <laughs> yeah, like I can I can do I can do hamstring curls first and move more weight, but if I'm going close enough to failure, it actually doesn't matter what the load is as long as the repetitions aren't too high. Right, and if we want to stimulate all muscle fibers, we want to get close enough to failure and, in my opinion, handle different uh, rep ranges, right? So then I would do a slow eccentric deadlift focusing on my hamstrings, right? I might shoot my butt back more and more than my typical strength deadlift. And then I would handle a hamstring as heavy as I can for that day or program it on a different day. And I would do more like eights to 15s on there. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to max out fives on a fucking hamstring curl. Like the pad, the machine, it just doesn't feel good doing that. You know what I mean? That's what I would say. And I think, you know, to be honest, and I think I could uh, have a good debate with JP. I wanted to do it in person rather than via this, although he loves me, so he won't be offended. Uh, we would have a good debate on um, building your physique with the barbell before you refine it. Because he used to deadlift, squat, and bench very, very heavy, and he had a dope physique. I'm not saying that's optimal, but a lot of times people look at where these creators and coaches are now and what they do now. But what built JP over the last 10 years? Right, because I remember we had these very conversations when we lost to talk a lot more powerlifting, where people were like, "Yeah, I'm I'm doing what Dan Green's doing." I'm like, "Well, what did Dan Green do ten years ago? He's pulling eight fifty now. You can't do what Dan Green's doing right now because you're not Dan Green. Yeah. You know what I mean?" Yeah. The um, the the thing that that I dislike most about like short form content being so popular these days is there isn't that level of right. nuance to it. Right. Um, and I think context. too many people, yeah, I think, I think too many people lack that context and are just like, Oh, if I just do exactly this, no matter where I am, I'm going to be better off. And it's just like the, the, the argument against compound lifts is also the argument for it. You know, like the whole point in doing a lift that works so many muscles is like, yeah, you're not going to get maximal hypertrophy on any one particular muscle, but you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. And especially if you're newer, that's kind of what you want. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be trying to, you know, hammer my quads away with, with dumbbell split squats and leg extensions when I can probably do a bunch of, of barbell squats and also get good hypertrophy and on a hamstring, whatever. And on the same note, (laughs) on the same note to that is, is why do we have to eliminate one to add one? So the big thing on TikTok right now is RDLs, right? With a dumbbell. Why can't I heavy-ass deadlift or heavy-eccentric deadlift, tempo deadlift, basically, uh, before that, and then go do hard-ass RDLs? There's no reason why we can't. And that's how I tier everything. So I do heavy-ass fives, uh, uh, tempo deadlifts, then I'll do like eights to tens RDLs because obviously handling dumbbells will make that a little bit easier. There's not probably heavy enough dumbbells for some people to do fives for. And then I would do tens to fifteens on a hamstring. You think people are just getting soft? They're getting soft. No, no that's it. Yeah. And, and if you can perform a, a powerlifting-style deadlift to max tec- technique, then my RDLs are much more likely to be efficient. 
rather sure. than just learning that thing. So I don't know why it's always an and and not like, or why it's always an or and not an and to me. Yep. That's that's my biggest issue here. Um, and and I do think a lot of it is being soft because deadlifts are hard and hurt. Yeah, well, well, you know what's what's funny is I get so many kids on. I say that like I'm so old. I get so many. He's been these, hanging out with me too much. Yeah, I really have. I, I've been, I say I've been calling people young yeah. man this week. Well, I don't yeah. know why people uh, who are half my age chap my ass. Yeah, I don't want people to be offended when I say kids. I always mean a loving. Like I called Nico that, and it's out of love. So because I know some people get offended. Did by you that say term. he loves me? Okay, Aww. chill, 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 chill. You know what? My uh, only argument I would take. Hey, Mike, I don't like deadlifts. There oh, you go. That's yeah. a much better argument to me. Oh, all right, let's find something to replace it because I know if you're having fun, you're going to do this on the long term. Yeah. But if your argument is it's hard or this risk reward thing, I just literally, there's no valid argument for it. One strong man said that on Rogan and now everyone says it. Yeah. I would say this, that uh, if I were to edit the question and say that one rep max competition style yeah. is deadlift. it good for hypertrophy yeah sure it's, yeah yeah is it but is it worth it yeah. i don't know yeah because what we're talking about we're talking about multiple yeah multiple rep sets we're not we're talking about deadlift training and not deadlift maxing yeah but people yeah i, I would agree with you yeah people throw the deadlift and just throw it out yeah. but yeah i would agree if your goal is hypertrophy a one rep max isn't needed sure no but that's every exercise but yeah. people people like doing those lifts like they're like like i was just about to say so many so many kids on tiktok are just like how do i how do i power build it's just like first of all i hate that term but um yeah it sucks because but there's no better way to explain yeah, it but i agree i'm with you yes. yeah it, it, <laughs> blame michael trend yeah honestly ugh. oh mike um the titan <laughs> The but yeah like like people people want to look strong but they also want to be strong For sure and, you know like it's just I it, think that's the way of the future man why can't we handle a heavy ass three or five on a deadlift that like my hamstrings are fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't do an RDL in my goddamn life. I've you want to see them? I have massive quads, and for for the for the majority of my training career, the only thing that I've done is squat. That's where like people just yeah like oh it doesn't stimulate the muscle properly. I'm like dude, go find any 600 plus pound squatter and tell me they got small quads. Yeah, there's just none to be. Oh wait, uh oh, Nico, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at one. <laughs> His quads aren't small. <laughs> No, your quads are pretty good for a 150-pounder. Yeah. Nico, where can they we'll, find we'll you? We'll see them on the Hoochie Daddy shorts. You can find me on Instagram at NicoFlores83KG and on YouTube at NicoFlores. Joe, what you got? You can find me on all social media just by typing in Joe Stanton, particularly the Tiki Talkies. Ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes every Wednesday, Friday, 3SB.co. Check all the clothes out. we got a sick collab with Game Day, and we'll catch you in the next one. I am at the Jim McDean on all those social media. The show is 50% facts. 50% facts, where percent is a number and 50 is just words. No, it's the other way around. <laughs> 50% Facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast <laughs> association with IR Media on the Obscured Celebrity Network. I'm it was getting go, better, Jimbo. I'm going to go. I'm going to go jump off the bridge now. <laughs> <laughs>
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.